This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Well, following the biggest story of last week, which started with uh, a racist tweet from Roseanne and ended with ABC canceling the show within hours... Uh, a conversation resurrected about perhaps doing the Roseanne reboot without Roseanne, the star and care or the star and creator of that show. And we have a question for you: uh, Are you interested at all in watching a show without Roseanne, but with all the rest of the characters? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk one zero seven one. We stream live at mytalk one zero seven one dot com. We do everything entertainment. So, um, you know, I was thinking about this question this morning after I was reading an article about um, this, the idea that this show could still exist, actually having some legs. So, I know there's been a lot of talk about it. I mean, there was talk five seconds after Roseanne, you know, um, launched the tweet w- was on Twitter being disgusting. Um, people instantly said, okay, can we just finish the show without her? And again, it's not shocking to think that ABC would be interested because, of course, it was the number one show on television. Well, we know, at least if you uh, read the Internet and specifically Deadline.com, that uh, ABC and Disney executives are actually meeting today to pitch a revamped Roseanne without Roseanne. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. the original title either. Um, details about the concept, though, as it's going to be pitched, are still unclear. I'm sure we'll learn more about it soon. But that um, the show is still expected to remain true, you know, to the story um, has legs, and, and you've got no shortage of characters who are willing to stay. People like Sarah Gilbert, um, John Goodman, and of course, uh, what's her name, Jackie. Uh yeah, the Jackie lady. Oh my, oh my gosh, I I'm losing it now. Academy too. Award winning actress Jackie. Doesn't matter. We'll I, figure oh it out. Oh my gosh, it's driving me nuts. Um, regardless, uh, I will say that. Um, Lori Metcalf. Oh God, thank you. God, what's so that stupid. hurt? That really hurt. Yeah, that really Sorry, it is smart. Monday. Um, you know, overall, the prospects for this still very much up in the air because, of course, there's a lot of unknown um, whether or not you know they. Um, can do this mm-hmm. without Roseanne and what that would cost, what it would look like and whether or not it would retain the thing that made it the number one show to begin with. Mm-hmm. I don't see why not. I mean, I absolutely loved uh, the original series. I was very lukewarm in the beginning, willing to give it a second shot, thought the first episode was great. And then when people said we couldn't have nice things, I kind of just turned a little sour on it. So to have Roseanne not be there, but still have the show, I think that could be a really awesome combination. Yeah. Yeah. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. What about you? What do you think? We do have some callers on the line. Let's get started with Jamie. Hello, Jamie. Hello. Are you interested in watching the Roseanne reboot without Roseanne? 
Well, let me throw this at you. Lucille Ball's show without Lucille. Carol Burnett's show without Carol. Uh, I'm sorry, Roseanne's already put a bad flavor in everybody's mouth. I think it would be more success- successful doing something like Full House and doing a spinoff with the children. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, so when you're saying the Lucille Ball show without Lu- Lucy, like right. you're you're meaning like how would we would we even watch that? Is that right, what you're correct. saying? Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I guess to me, thank you for your call, Jamie, um, and your thoughts. For me, there is very little distinction there because the kids are such a huge part of the show. I mean, Valerie Harper had her own show and then, ha- uh, you know, left. And Hogan they, family. They, um, the Hogan family, yeah. not Valerie's family, but the Hogan family went on to do quite well mm-hmm. with Sandy Duncan, of yeah. all people. So. Um, I think it's certainly possible. I don't think you need to replace Roseanne. I think the characters themselves. I mean, the essential story there is, you. yes, you need to have a character who has the ability to be sort of a, a truth. I say this, please don't put words into my mouth. But when I say that Roseanne is a truth teller, the character of Roseanne on that show, the thing that was so magical about it is that she was willing to say uncomfortable things to her family. Mm-hmm. I don't mean politics. Mm-hmm. I mean in a family setting, mm-hmm. right? And so I think Darlene's character is certainly capable of doing that um, and taking on that role. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you still have, you know, a family that people are interested in learning how they're navigating 2018. Right. Which is ultimately what the purpose of the show is to see, you know, America reflected back on itself. Let's go to Sue. Hi, Sue. Uh, would you be interested in watching the Roseanne re- reboot without Roseanne? I absolutely 100% would, and I don't think I assumed that they were going to call it Roseanne anymore. I think they would call it the Connor family or something else, because Lucy without Lucy, yeah, you couldn't have had the Fred and Ethel Mertz show. Right. Um, But yeah, I watched the first episode. I completely agree with Bradley. I had no intention of continuing to watch it just based on recent years. What I've seen, um, I would not have boycotted openly or anything like that, but I w- had no intention of watching. And mm-hmm. now I would absolutely watch. Yeah. Interesting. Thank you, Sue, for your Thanks, thoughts. Uh, and let's uh, let's round this out with Katie. We'll let Katie have the final word. Hi, Katie. Or uh, Would you be interested in the Roseanne reboot without Roseanne? Um, actually, I'm a no. And my reasoning is um, with all the bad boys and bad women and bad girls in Hollywood, I feel like we enable... And those actors and producers and writers probably knew long before we did how horrible she was. Mm. And I think we just got to take out the trash in Hollywood and not allow people to, those type of people to continue to be able to develop shows and people turn a blind eye until it gets to the news. Mm. Thank you for that perspective, Katie. I mean, you know, I I will say that what Katie said that, that had the ring that sort of, um, I, that resonated with how I thought that was a weird sentence, but go on, moving on. on. I agree with her dot, on this. Dot, dot. That I did always wonder how we even got to the Roseanne reboot in the first place. Meaning, Roseanne, this is not new behavior from her in terms of how she was acting out on social media. Yeah. The new behavior was sort of the direct racism 
yeah. uh, in the way that she did it. But 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 that she was a difficult or volatile person was not a secret. Well, and it makes you kind of wonder. They knew that they were getting in with somebody who was unpredictable. I'm all here for all of that. Like I would never in a million years say that we need to promote somebody who has a history of being racist and you know just phobic on a number of different cases. Mm-hmm. But I also think there's a little bit of. Um, you know, hand wringing that's, you know, a little, a little much because there are tons of people in Hollywood doing shows that have less than stellar beliefs. And because they don't tweet them, we don't know about them. And I don't think that's the only difference between Roseanne and a bunch of other people who, you know, are making TV that we probably wouldn't agree with, whether they're, you know, people assaulting women, people who, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't, I feel like we're on, I don't want to say we're being unfair. But I think that oftentimes everybody just is like Roseanne bad as if there are no other bad people making TV that we're totally allowing a free hand. No, that's a good point, though. So. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, well, I, no doubt that conversation will continue as as we hear more from this meeting, that, as you indicated, Bradley, is happening between ABC execs. Uh, today about the potential of a Roseanne reboot that it sounds to me like they're kind of cautiously optimistic that this is definitely a possibility. Now, when we come back, here's what we need. We need your help. We need three callers who are really good at answering random questions from kids. That's all I'm going to tell you. If you believe that you are very good at answering the random question of an elementary school-aged child, give us a call at 651-641-1071. We're going to put you to the test after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107. We've got three callers on the line who think they are really good at answering random questions from children on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, uh, And here's why we ask these people to call in. I'm going to try a little something. This is called Answer Keller's Question. So Keller is my youngest by one minute. He's mm-hmm. one minute younger than his twin sister. They are eight years old. I also okay. have an 11-year-old. Uh, and all of my kids ask a lot of questions and always have. Yeah, isn't it? Like every kid, there's a phase that's like, why? Why? Constant. Why? 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 I... Keller is my most inquisitive child. He is relentless in his asking of questions. And frequently what he will do is he will catch me off guard and he'll rapid fire these questions at me while I'm in the middle of doing something else that demands my full attention. Worst possible time. Always. And uh, so I've started to collect them. Okay. And I thought, you know what? I don't know that I'm doing my best job. Uh-huh. So what I'm going to, I selected one question. Okay. We are going to ask it to each of our callers and see if they're able to answer it. Oh, like crowdsource. Yeah, we're kind of crowdsourcing okay. the answer. But you know what? There actually may be a correct answer. So Bradley, it oh. is on you to be the researcher of okay, what is the actual correct find out answer. the actual answer. Okay, what, okay. What's the question? Okay, here's the question. How do you make things 3D? How do you How make do you things three D? Okay. Okay. So let's go to Nicole first. Huh. Hello, Nicole. Hi. So you're really good at answering uh, random kid questions. I feel like I'm pretty good at it. Well, let's put you, you have, to the test. Do you have kids? 
I have three kids. Okay. I have a one-year-old, a two-year-old, and a six-year-old. Oh, my God. Okay. So you've, you've answered a lot of these questions. A million questions. Okay, okay. so let's see if you can answer Keller's question. Mm-hmm. He's my Boy, eight-year-old. Okay. Here we go. How do you make things 3D, Nicole? <laughs> How do you wow. make things 3D, Nicole? <laughs> oh, boy. Are you stumped? You put on special glasses that make them look like they pop out right in front of your face. Oh, oh okay. I like that. Nicole, thank you. Thank you for special playing glasses. the game. You don't win anything, but you yeah, got to be on the radio. Say, so, a yay. Prize? Let's go to Jessica. Let's see if Jessica can answer Keller's question. Jessica, the question is, how do you make things 3D? Um, that's a tough one. I would say by building them 3D. You have to actually put pieces together to make something three-dimensional. Oh, okay. My daughter's five. So, oh, so you've Jessica. answered these questions a lot. Yes. <laughs> I, is it, does it not drive you to distraction when they do this kind of thing? You know, I'm surprised with the stuff I come up with, honestly. Well, I am surprised with the stuff you just came up with as well. (laughs) Thank you, Jessica. Let's go to Ari. Ari will be uh, our third caller. Uh, And nope, we have no more Ari. Did you actually answer the question? Um, Like, what do you do when he asks you these questions? Okay, so... I have a number of different uh, techniques that I use to uh, answer such questions. One of them is to say, why don't you Google it? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so that's one of them. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Or sometimes I say, ask Alexa. Oh, yeah, smart. Or sometimes I say... (laughs) Well, Alexa's probably like, I don't know what you're talking about. Nine times out of ten, she's like, I don't know what this means. But often what I do is I tweet it. And I say to him, I can't answer that right now. <laughs> I tweet it? What do you mean? Oh, I tweet it. I keep a collection of Keller's. Do people respond? No. Oh. It's really just like, I'm not kidding you that these come fast and furious at me. So he'll say to me, how do you make things 3D? And I'll be noodling on how am I going to answer that? And as I turn to him, he's, he's already another got another question. question. Like, who put the moon in the sky? You know? So it's funny that you say this. I actually have a, a legit answer that oh, you good. can share with him. But, um, and again, the question that he asked was... How do you make things 3D? We'll get to that answer in just a moment. But it's funny that you're bringing this up today because it was over the weekend that I was listening to, I was listening to one of, you know, a thousand podcasts. And on one particular episode, they were talking about their kid who would was in that stage where kids, you know, are asking, why, 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 Mm -hmm. why, why, why? And it was driving him nuts. And he said, and so we tell him whenever he asks why to get the big book of why off the shelf. And there's legit a book called The Big Book of Why. Cool. And I've pulled it up. You can get it at Target. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, 
as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Then there's like a thousand questions. Why is a basketball orange? Why do penguins fly? Why are there holes in Swiss cheese? I think we have this book. I'm not kidding you. It just well, occurred to me we have it somewhere. Dig it out and tell them to go get the big book of why off the shelf. Um, so anyway, that just popped out of my head because I had just heard it this weekend. Interesting. So. Uh, now, as for the uh, actual answer, I mean, that question is kind of random, right? You're not quite sure yes. exactly what he's getting at. Correct. But if you just go to, if you just sort of focus on, again, the question was. How do you make things 3D? Then um, I just I went to 3D printing because maybe that's what he was talking about. Like, how do you make 3D? How do 3D printers do stuff? I don't know. Sure. Awesome. But anyway, that's one particular answer. And all you'd have to say is, according to Wikipedia, uh, it's any of a various it's any of various processes in which material is joined or solidified under computer control to create a three dimensional object with material being added together, such as liquid molecules or powder grains being fused together. Okay. At which point he would have moved on to yeah, this. Exactly. Why do zebras have stripes? Yeah. That's I'm actually saying... a good question because I'm sure there is an answer. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for indulging me, Bradley, and others. Thank you, dear listeners, oh, I'm sure for every listener engaging with kids can relate to that story. I'm telling you, and and I think we'll do this again because he does not, like I said, he is relentless, and he is my most inquisitive child. And someday it will serve him because he's so curious about oh, things. For sure. Someday it will serve him. And Presently, you want to encourage it, absolutely. You don't and want to I don't. It. And that's the other thing is I don't want to give him some cockamamie answer that just dismisses, like I. Have have done in the past that dismisses the question. Yep. I, what I want to do is give him the tools to find out himself. Um, we're not all the like way you there can yet. Have as many questions as you want. Yeah. Yeah. We're not all the way there yet, but uh, I will continue to collect. That is my promise to you. I will continue to collect Keller's questions and perhaps we will continue to try to answer Keller's questions on the Colleen and Bradley show. But now when we come back, it is time for Lord and Lady D-Bag. Which celebrities have been behaving badly? We'll be back with that on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. Loves you, baby. Entertain. Celebrities behaving badly, it's nothing new. And uh, certainly we know that on the Colleen and Bradley show. They keep us in business. Mm -hmm. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, And uh, this is Lord and Lady D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. My gosh. Okay. I'm going to give it to Demi Lovato. Uh-oh, what did she do? Okay, listen to this story. So on uh, Thursday, or on Saturday, I'm sorry, Sunday morning, June 3rd, uh, Demi Lovato decided to answer some fan questions over Twitter. This is a thing that sometimes, you know, the celebrities do to like get with their people and the like peeps. hang with their fans. Mm-hmm. So somebody asked uh, what her funniest prank was. Oh, maybe it was funkiest prank, whatever. Funkiest prank. What was your best prank, essentially, was the question. Ready? Yep. This was her answer. Okay. Tell me what's wrong with this. Mm -hmm. I hired a lady of the night in Vegas and sent her to Max. That is her bodyguard. Max's hotel room to surprise him. She walked into his room without permission and grabbed him in his 
area and he freaked the bleep out. <laughs> Wait, that's Demi Lovato saying that? Yes. Demi Lovato says to her fans who asked her what was your funniest prank, um, she hired a hooker. Sex worker. I'm sorry. Pardon me. She hired a sex worker to arrive at her bodyguard's hotel room, walk in the room, and grab his junk. There's two things that are wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You know what they are? I know TikTok, one of TikTok, them is. Buzz. What? Every, everybody smokes and nothing <laughs> yeah, is real. No. Uh, the fact that if that would have been a woman yep. bodyguard and she hired somebody to come in and honk. Well, first of all, it's demeaning to both people. It's yes. demeaning to the bodyguard because he was touched in a way that, you know, and I'm sure there are people like, oh, my God, I bet he loved it. But if you're not expecting to get your junk grabbed and somebody comes in and does that, you might actually not want that. Also, she's his employer. Sit with that a moment. Back to your initial Good statement. Point. That might be a little awkward if it was reversed Mm -hmm. the roles the gender Mm -hmm. also it puts that sex worker in an incredibly uncomfortable position and a dangerous one because had that gentleman reacted violently to somebody trying to grab him not knowing what was up he may uh yeah you know inflict harm on her that she was not also to make a person a punchline is not necessarily the best way to deal with other people. Like, all of it is just sort of offensive. Oh, come on! She was just trying to have fun! Well, let me tell you what. uh, Twitter was not there for that. They were all over her. So she hired someone to walk into someone's room and sexually assault him. Okay, girl, said Joshua. Uh, And uh, somebody else, Elise, said, I'm just not okay with it. Do you? He's hilarious. Yeah. Elise also said, uh, I'm not okay with this. This is legitimately a bleepy thing to do. That is sexual harassment on Demi's part and sexual assault on the other woman's part. And I'm beyond disgusted by this. Okay. And on and on and on and on, right? Because Twitter self-regulates. Well, first of all, thank you for asking. How did Demi Lovato respond? Numero uno, she deleted the tweet. So um, you can't really pretend like you didn't say it, Demi, because the internet remembers. And then she said the following. Okay. I swear I could tweet something about craving jelly beans and it would offend somebody. Okay. Oh, no, I'm not done. For all of those coming at me right now, listen to the lyrics of Warrior and maybe you'll have more compassion for someone who made a simple mistake. Of all people I know about sexual abuse. Well, then you you should know better. You don't have to educate me. And then, finally, her final response on this topic. So sorry if I offended anyone. No. What? Yeah, that's that's cheap and it's lazy. Mm-hmm. You just say, you know what? I should have thought better of that. Yeah, I made a mistake. Why is it so hard? I'm sorry. I mean, so many people this weekend saying things that they shouldn't say, and I just want to call them out, but I can't. Mm-hmm. Just sit with that. Uh, I'm sorry. What? I didn't say anything. Yeah, you did. No, I heard. I need to give you my um, William. No. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, Jefferson. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go on to Harper's Bazaar. Oh. And they really are bizarre, Harper's. Okay. But this is this your D-bag? Yeah. The Bizarre? The Bazaar. The Bazaar is bizarre. Harper's Bazaar. Mm-hmm. Um, because of this article, Kylie Jenner just showed off her bra and abs on Insta again. Oh, my God. Wow. No, that's actually the tagline to this uh, lead. Wow. Are you serious? Amy McElden, I don't know her from creation, mm. 
But she wrote a story on Harper's Bazaar that went a little something like this. Another day, another risque Kardashian-Jenner outfit. Continuing her penchant for posting revealing Instagram photos, Kylie Jenner posted in a trench coat and her bra last night as she modeled a new lip kit shade for Kylie Cosmetics. Off accessorizing her outfit, Jenner wore a striking pair of Karen Walker shipwreck sunglasses and showed off her abs through her open jacket, blah, blah, blah. Jenner has had an incredibly busy year so far, especially as she welcomed her new baby Stormy Webster back in February. Jenner announced, and she basically just goes on to tell the story, but she's essentially being like, look at this. She's amazing. She is already back to abs and fabulousness after her body. After her body. Or baby, I'm sorry. After her baby. I, this, like, I, like, I as it's, and again, the point that I'm trying to make here is like, it literally in that statement, wow, is her, it's not like, wow, I can't believe this woman is so focused on her body mm-hmm. after five minutes after giving a birth to a baby. Instead, it's like, whoa, mad props to Kylie for doing what nobody else can because the rest of us don't make enough money or have enough time and effort to focus on something so irrelevant. Um, as compared to the child we just birthed. Can I just say this? I'm so tired of this type of reporting and maybe we encounter it a whole lot because and of where we spend our time is loose. Yeah. I'm, oh yeah, no, I'm using very loose quotes around the word reporting, but the fact that we are, that, that there are people now you may argue that we fill up segments of our show with this kind of bloviating, but honestly to fill up column inches with, the fact that Kylie Jenner showed her bra and some skin okay, in her FYI, Instagram. We would never do this. Like we this can, we true. can be dumb. Like we are dumb, right? Yeah, we own we that. Don't, we don't pretend to be anything other than we are. But actually, we're not dumb because we we can have juvenile fun. But we would never be like coming up next. You guys won't believe what Kylie Jenner is wearing five minutes after she just gave birth. We're not doing that this on this true. show. This we never true. have. This is true. The things that we do are like, how many pieces of pizza can you stuff in your pie hole? Find out when we come back. Ain't nobody going to hold that against us. Mm-mm. I in wish fact, they they're going to be like, give me some pizza. Against. Thank you. Can I just read you some of the headlines that are on Harper's Bazaar right now? Yes. Because they are all mind-numbingly ridiculous. It, it, and, and before you get that, again, it's really this rep- reporter slash person who posted this story, Amy McElden. Mm-hmm. I don't know her from Adam, but like, I hope that she... Oh, by the way, she's the weekend editor for harpersbazaar.com. Mm. Mm. Um, so, this was the, so this was weekend, really urgent weekend reporting on Harper's Bazaar. I mean, I just... I feel in this day and age... Now, I'm probably mansplaining, but... Um, she also did an article called Bella Hadid accidentally shows some major side boob. I mean, that's, that's her beat. What, that's her weekend her beat. beat. Is what skin celebrities are throw, are showing. Ready? Okay, here are some headlines that you will find on the Harper's Bazaar front page. Okay, Kim Kardashian just wore a see-through dress. Mm. That's the. That's it. Okay, Malia Obama was spotted in New York City wearing new braids. Harper. Uh-huh. Um. The Harry Styles Gucci campaign we've all been waiting for is finally here. I wasn't waiting for it. I wasn't. I didn't know it was coming. I have it on my calendar. Now that I know that it's here, my life is not better for it. It also just gives you the indication of somebody who is incredibly um, put out by the world around them. June's new movies are worth leaving the pool for. (laughs) 
As if, like, I just can't be bothered to move unless Wait, your movie is really good. I'm floating. I can't go to movies. I have a very intellectual and deep thought about all these headlines. Oh, share. I'd like to share. Please. Okay. Yeah. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. That is, uh, that is Literally accurate. Literally one of the headlines over the weekend, Bella Hadid's side boob. I mean, what? Honestly. Okay. All right. Well, let's do better. Okay. Yes. Bazaar. Let's do better. Harper's Bazaar. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is finally time for the throwback live at one forty five. Let's see which one of us is going to emerge victorious today after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk one oh seven one. It's one forty five and that can only mean one thing on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk one oh seven one streaming. No. Hmm. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and the throwback live at 145. I feel the need, the need for speed. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. I love the smell of night pump in the morning. Oh, righty then. It's throwback live. Oh, you betcha, yeah. At 145. Go ahead, make my day. Here's Holly Roberts. Oh, it's the first throwback live at 145 of the week. Here's how the game works. We'll play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three clips correctly wins the throwback live at 145. And Colleen and Bradley buzz in by yelling out their names. Oh, that was really close. That was was. a tie. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, Colleen Lindstrom, you have before you the grand victory tally sheet. Where do we stand as of right now? I, for once, once, mm-hmm. have 30 total wins over Bradley Trainer's 29. Oh, the tragedy. I feel like happy birthday. I feel like he threw Fridays on oh, purpose God, because it was my birthday. It. Oh, my goodness. Womp, womp. But he brought his A game today. I have no doubt. Well, I'm sure. I both- mean, unless I don't win, then I gave it to you again. Mm. So. Oh, okay. Well, However I think good to know. Thank both you. of you have your A games today. Mm-hmm. I'm sure of it. So let's get started. Let's do it! Yes, let's play our first vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen Bradley, please identify this. Colleen. Bradley Trainer. Colleen. That is Poltergeist. Oh, yes! Let's play it again. I mean, it was basically us yelling at the same time. I'm fine with that. Movie That's is so, so scary. scary. Yes, Colleen Lindstrom, congratulations. Mm, thank you. Have you. One point. Bradley, thank you don't you. have any points yet, but it is anybody's game. You okay there? Eat some peanut butter? No, he's just, he's getting in the zone. Play the clip! Getting a little mousy? All <laughs> right, yeah, let's, play, let's play our second vintage pop culture audio clip. Bradley, Colleen, please identify this. Colleen! That is the Mickey Mouse Club. My God. I had hi, no hi, idea what that hi. is. Come along and sing a song and join the jamboree. M I C K E Y M O U S E. That's right. Oh, okay. Colleen Lindstrom has two points in today's throwback live at 145. Brad doesn't have any points yet, but Bradley, you can still be victorious. I've done it before. You have done it before. Exactly. So let's move on to our third vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen, Bradley, please identify this. If you build it. Colleen. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. That is Field of Dreams. <laughs> and I just want to get a win! What did I win, Holly? <laughs> I love winning. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Arlene Lindstrom, congratulations. You won Monday's Throwback Live at 145. Congratulations. You get a year's supply of Tang. Yes! The beverage of the astronauts. I know you needed it. Woo! Now I can go to the moon. Alrighty. Thank you. No, that was a good job. Oh, that felt good. That felt good because I earned that. I so mean, now. You earned the other one too, Dingley. I was suspicious about oh, it. Oh, God. All right. Can we play the other two just for funsies? Because it never gets old. Sure. Just for funsies. Thank you. Here is the fourth vintage pop culture audio clip. Oh, my God. Bradley Trainer. Bradley? That's, uh, um, uh, whatchamacallit, who's it? I almost said the wrong thing. That's, um, <laughs> oh, my God, with the kids and <laughs> the They Killed Kenny. That's They Killed Kenny. On uh, you can do it, Bradley. They can. Okay, would you zip your trap? You're doing that intentionally to distract me. South Park. There you go. It was in there. Yes, it was in there. Now, Bradley, you got that right. Congratulations. Now we'll play our fifth vintage pop culture audio clip. See if you can identify this. Bradley Trainer. Yeah. That's aha. Take on me. Oh, it's a good song. You said you didn't do music. I'm so proud of you. I mean, you. that's kind of an obvious one. I mean... I don't have good recall on music. I'm telling you. Okay, but well, I'm proud not, of you nevertheless. I uh, still was able to pull that one out of my hinder. Well, thank you for... Holly, thank you for indulging us and allowing us to play the two bonuses. Even though I already won. Yeah, well, guess what? You won two. I good for you. Currently, am wait. I'm coming back. The winner of 31 total throwbacks live, Bradley Trainer, the victor of 29. Yeah, the total original, the OG winner. Throwbacks live. I had the longest run. I will say that of wins. Well, Bradley, we've only been playing it for like a short. Yeah, period but I'm of- saying like the number of wins in a row. Okay, well, I'll keep track of that. You're saying yeah, a yeah, you streak. Yeah. Streak. I had the longest streak. You have you have a very long streak. I know. Now, um, let's set up what we're going to do when we come back. Bradley, something uh, kind of fun and interesting happened over the weekend, something that you were very engaged in uh, having to do with CrossFit. Yeah, so um, I know you all want to hear me talk about CrossFit, but that's not the story. The story is a friend told me that she watched it too, but she doesn't do CrossFit and has no interest in whatsoever. She said she didn't get it, but it was great background TV. Which got me thinking about what do you what do you watch for great background TV? I think we all have things that we sort of like keep on in the background. Yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. So um, when I was in college, my college roommates they loved like football as their background TV. Ugh. Gross. I don't agree. 
that to me feels very tense. But when yeah. you say background TV, everybody kind of knows what that means. Like I like to watch the Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. Other people watch sports. It's what you have on the television when you just need a little noise coming out of the picture box or you're um, in the middle of cleaning and it's just going to keep you company. But we want to hear from you. What's your favorite background TV? Uh, and we're going to we're going to dive in and and, uh, and hear what all of you watch as background TV after the break. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. Uh, and I would say, honestly, Bradley, the CrossFit regionals would have fallen in that category for me as background TV. Because there's like stuff going on. If I turn around and looked, watch the CrossFit regionals, I mean, if they were on the TV, I would like I'd pay attention every twice in a while. Those feats of strength. OK, but do you actively like watch that? Yeah, I watched it all weekend. I mean, I understand what they're doing. It's like, you know. That's actually the reason you'd watch sports. Is this an experience that you have on actual TV or is this something yeah. that you're in streaming? Fact, this, uh, CDS uh, was airing it this weekend. so They were? It was yeah. on like, oh, CBS. wow. Sports. I didn't even realize that. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. I'm telling you. Fastest <sighs> growing sport. All right. Mm-hmm. Can I also tell you what else is a big darn I deal? I wish you would. The Cat Video Festival. Yes! yes! Tickets go on sale on Thursday, you guys. That's right. 10 a.m. Early bird tickets go on sale for the Cat Video Festival 2018. It's at CHS Field, and we're presenting it with the St. Saint Paul Saints again this year. Tickets just $10 each, with $1 of each ticket going to Feline Rescue. And if you buy August 1st through the day of the event, tickets are $15. So you should just go ahead and buy the darn tickets now. Save yes. yourself some money. So you can buy some cool merch at the Cat Video yeah. Festival. Oh, yes. And not only that, but we're going to be there. Yeah. All uh, sorts of my talk uh, 1071 hostesses with the mostesses will be there. Yeah. And we've been hearing about some of the behind the scenes preparations. And I can promise you that there's going to be some fun and different things there this year. And, and if you've never been to a Cat Video Festival and you are saying this to yourself. I don't want to go watch cat videos on a, on a, like that with a bunch of people. What? Don't knock it till you rock it. Like it is a it's really a fun, fun night. It's just right? a fun night. You don't even have to be a fan of cats. No. To be yeah. quite honest, it's just a, a wonderful night to sit on the field uh, of a wonderful ballpark in a beautiful city. And you know, hopefully food. there'll be great weather. Yeah, and, and be- also, if you don't want to be outside, you can get a seventy-five dollar VIP ticket, which includes food and drink, and you get to sit in air conditioning. Thank you. Yeah. So many options. Go to mytalk 1071com keyword cat for all the information. Now six five one six four one one. What is your favorite background TV? What do you put on the boob tube when you're busy doing other things and maybe you're not engaged in it, but it definitely is keeping you company? That's the question. 651-641-1071. What is your background TV? We'll get to your answers after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071.